el dopeo. This is how the 360 deals in the music industry work. Uh, 360 deals are like contracts that allow a record label to get a percentage of the earnings from all of your activities. At, instead of just from record sales or money-making activities that the record label had a hand in, they get everything from everything. Here's how the 360 deal works. Under the 360 deals, which are also called the multiple rights deals, they got ways of hiding it. The record labels, uh, they'll get like a percentage of revenue or money that's been previously off limits to them, such as digital sales, tours, concerts, live performance revenue, merchandise sales, endorsement deals, appearance in movies and television shows, songwriting, lyric display and public publishing revenue, ringtone sales. This is all the money you can make on your own by simply having a record deal. But getting us a, a 360 deal, you're giving them a percentage as well. So in exchange for getting a bigger cut from the artist yourself, you know, The labels say, hey, we'll commit to promoting the artist for a longer period of time and, and we'll actively try to develop new opportunities for the artist. In return, the label functions as like a manager and they look after the artist's entire career rather than only focusing on selling records. So it's almost like the traditional record agreements where The 360 allows the label to get some of the copyrights in the artist's recordings and options for multiple albums. But uh, in addition to that, the 360 deal um, basically says or includes the traditional deal agreement where the producer royalties, net sales, foreign sales, reductions for packaging, budget records, and the quote-unquote new technology all get deducted from the artist's royalties. So they still deduct all that from your money. Um, so under the traditional deals, the artist will only be paid a small royalty by the record label, which is even smaller, sometimes about 12%, usually starts at 12%, after all the deductions are made for producing an album or track. So unless the artist's album uh, was a major commercial success, no recording royalties are expected for the artist. Instead, profits from publishing, Merchandise, touring, endorsements, and other sources of revenue um, uh, belong to the artist. So you get your splits there. So, But there's a major controversy around these 360s, and it goes like this. The 360s, um, they're controversial for a lot of reasons. First of all, they're seen as a, a, a way of making money uh, or money grabbed by the labels that are facing downward sales and high overhead. So the charge is, and what people are saying is that the labels um, survived all this time without these kinds of deals. So it seems like they're either suffering from a failure to manage their business and react appropriately by, you know, getting with the changing industry and asking the bands to pay for the bill. It don't seem fair to me. So other people... Look at the whole band branding notion that makes 360 deals potentially profitable for labels. A great example is the all-female burlesque group turned successful music group, the Pussycat Dolls. 
So the expansion and branding for the group was a huge success by music business veteran Jimmy Iovine, you know, the sucker, um, as executive producer, along with Anton and A&M Records president Ron Fair. But where exactly did the quality of the music fit into the big picture? It didn't. Record labels are saying that these kinds of deals left them or let them sign different kinds of artists because they don't have to be so focused on recouping their investment from album sales alone. They can stop chasing the instant number one and work with an artist for the long haul because they don't need to rely on big sales figures along alone to make signing the artist profitable. Controversial or not, 360 deals are becoming increasingly uh, common in major label contracts. If you ask me, um, whether or not you should do it, my answer is always going to be no. El Dupeo, dándeles lo que quieren. Oh.